Hello, this is Tom Kenny, voice actor. Uh, the voice of the Ice King on Adventure Time. And SpongeBob SquarePants. Ah, oh, Gary the Snail, too. Hey, guess what you're filling your eye holes and ear holes with? The Dorkening! Oh, I love the Dorkening. Very popular in Ooh. And Bikini Bottom. Hey guys, episode two, we are here recording it. Uh, my name is James. I'm Genevieve. So just a heads up guys, this episode is very much about input, output, um, calorie wise, uh, you know, that's the foundation for any dieting, any exercise, any weight loss plan is starting off what a calorie is, how we manage calories and stuff like that. Um, so it's going to be a little science heavy for the first, you know, 10, 15 minutes of the podcast. But it's life changing. It's life changing. That's right. But before we get into any of those fantastic details, we definitely want to thank our uh, sponsor, uh, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Yep. Um, they are a horror centric coffee company. Like that's the best way to do that's it. That's the best way to do it. I mean, they show up in conventions with like a hearse and coffins and caskets full of uh, coffee and uh, I didn't even know the difference between a coffin and a casket was until I talked to those guys. So, but knowledge um, and coffee. Very true. Very true. Um, so we're looking at. Um, I mean, I got we got three flavors right now that we, we've been enjoying uh, very much. We have Death by Chocolate, uh, which is brew, which is a chocolate raspberries, and uh, you're you you've kind of taken a liking to the uh, the third one we have here. Yes. Which is the a Curse of the Blarney, which is the Deadly Irish Cream. So uh, these are just some of them. They also have a uh, bunch of other stuff. Um, they are um, Deadly Grounds Coffee. You can find them at deadlygroundscoffee.com. Uh, they are the sponsor of our episode. So definitely check them out. They got some pretty cool stuff going on. They're also on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Deadly Grounds Coffee. So with that out of the way, uh, time to dive into uh, uh, the facts of the day. So Jen, why don't you... Kind of start off the people who are wanting to know, what is a calorie? So, my gosh, it's like such a small, big question. So before I even start into that, I just think it's really important for everybody to understand and not feel um, like I'm treating anyone like they're morons. It's just I don't think I personally knew exactly what a calorie was and how much it affected my eating. So, so, you, so you called yourself a moron, basically. I might have been. Yeah. I think I was ignorant to something I already knew. I think that's the key word. And again, we preface this, we do any show, is we are not scientists. No. We are not health experts. No. Nope. We are not... I'm not a doctor. Not a doctor. Not a doctor. Not a doctor. Nope. Um, I'm not the doctor. I'm not a doctor. Um, so again, these are just basic research that we've done. These are our tips and tricks. This is what's worked for us. Your results may vary. You might have a different idea of doing this. Again, this is just a general discussion uh, topic. We can do this. I just wanted to get that disclaimer out of the way. No, that's fine. So the importance of, for, especially if you're listening to our podcast and knowing what a calorie is, is I'm always going to bring that back home. To me, a calorie is home base. So you're going to hear me refer to this quite often. So this is why it is so, so, so important. So the simple nuts and bolts of what a calorie is, it's a unit of energy. Like, that's it. We're going to keep it really, really simple. And what that means to you and me, it is a measurement of what we consume 
and use. That's it. So it goes back to input output. It is a measurement of whatever energy because food is that's food is where we get our energy from. Plain and simple. We, we are getting it from food. So when we're extracting all this energy from the food, the energy's got to go somewhere. You have two choices. You can burn it off and use it throughout the day or your body, which your body is phenomenal and it's smart and it's well designed. So if you're not using this energy, your body's like, we're going to store it for later because we're going to have reserves in case we don't get this energy again. Your body doesn't assume you're feeding it tomorrow. We do, but it's not going to assume it. So what it's going to do is it's going to store this energy. And for us, it's going to store it as fat. And that's what it is. So that's just the leftover energy that your body converted into fat to be used at a later time when you need it. That is basically the nuts and bolts of a calorie. So moving on from that, which I really hope everyone understood. Again, simple, simple, simple science. There are videos on YouTube. There are things you can look at if you really want to get into the nitty gritty of it and how it's actually your body, you know, turns it into all this. But I'm not a scientist and my show is not about science. So just what we need to do. So what would be input output? Really simple. So the more calories you take in in a day, if I'm at And again, not my real number, I'll never talk about it, but if my calories are 1,500 a day for me to sustain the weight I'm at, then I only need 1,500 calories and my weight will never change. So my weight, for the most part, with other factors included, would never change from a day to... It would would fluctuate a little bit. It would fluctuate, you know, things do tend to fluctuate. Pound here, pound there, just, you know, we'll just use this past week as an example. It was... Six straight days of 90 plus degrees here and you had a water retention and I had a little bit mm-hmm. of water retention. So that will play with your weight. Right. And the second it cooled off yesterday and then today, you know, it, it we stabilized again. Absolutely. We went back to where we, were, we normally are. But if, you're, if your caloric intake is supposed to be 1,500 calories for you to sustain, you will not gain 30 pounds eating what you're supposed to to sustain caloric? your weight. Caloric. What's caloric? Calories, caloric intake. So, yes, your caloric intake. Um, So what happens? So, okay, we start eating 1,600, 1,700, 1,800, 1,900 calories a day. Your body's going to be like, use it or I store it. And that's when you start to gain weight is just now you're putting in more energy than your body needs. Your body doesn't need all that. And it starts to store it. So what's the other side of it? If you give it less. So if you're 15, again, 1500s are our number we're using. If you eat 14, 13, and I'm not telling you to do that. They're just shots in the dark. You will lose weight because now your body is going to say, hey, we're not sustaining. And I have to use those reserves that I, I stored. This is I have all this extra stuff. And I joke all the time, me personally, that I look at my body and I still have these reserves. And it's like my, I have like granola bars attached to my thighs. Like that's constantly waiting to, to, to have that. So I still, you know, even for me, I still have plenty reserves. I'm not, I'm okay. I'm okay with being um, under what my sustainable calories are. So big question how do you figure out the amount of calories supposed to have in a day because that's that's simple well 
But you see on news and television and on the side of every package of food, 2,000 calories. So are you saying 2,000 calories is incorrect? I'm saying 2,000 calories is most likely, and do not quote me on this. If anyone wants to fact check it and get back to us, please do. Um, I'm saying that that was probably an estimate that they came up with, either polling people or just what people assume it is. So it's based on this 2,000 calories. From talking to people and several people, myself, males, females, 2,000 calories a day is really, really, really high. For somebody who's living a normal lifestyle, I'm going to pull out people who are endurance training or people who are powerlifting or things like that. Um, They're in a whole other animal beast of bulking that we're not talking about. We're talking about everyday people that just kind of get up and go to work. So 2,000 calories is obscenely high, in my opinion. But how are these? So you need to figure out what it is for you, individualized. So those numbers, they're there. They came up with them. The government agreed on it. 2,000. Find your own personal number. So there's ways to do it. So how is this number generated? Basically, they take your resting metabolic rate. And all that is, is when you are doing absolutely nothing, and I mean nothing, you're, you're like asleep. You're doing, your body is doing nothing. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. Your body's still doing a lot. So... We all know we're not robots. We don't shut down. Everything is still playing. Everything's still moving around. So the lungs are still working. The blood's still flowing. The heart's still pumping. The neurons are still triggering. Your body's still doing this. And it you burn calories while this happens. But not a whole heck of a lot. It's not impressive. So you take the resting metabolic rate and you're going to add your activity level to that. This is where I think people go wrong because I think people think they're more active than they actually are. And that's a lot of self-reflecting and going, how active am I? Well, I go to the gym once a week, so I'm really active. Mm, I don't know about that. Yeah, true. I mean, and we, we, we ran into this ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I mean, I have a desk job. And um, I know for a fact when that question came up is how active are you? Same thing. Well, I go to the gym every once in a while. That they're they're not considering that as active. They're talking anything other than your exercise. And I think that's what the thing I think that's what confuses people. Yes. Yeah. You know, oh I, I do all this other stuff, but that's not an everyday a common occurrence. It's your daily activity level, correct? Absolutely. So it's what your what your daily activity level is. It's think about your job that plays into this is probably going to be primarily the heaviest part because most people work so much throughout the day and throughout the week. So if you're an athlete, if you're if you're Tom Brady, you're that's your job. So is his activity level higher than mine? Yeah, 300%, especially during season. So you really want to kind of take that and put that into consideration. So if you have a desk job, your activity level is really low. Um, my job, I do stand and I do kind of walk around-ish, but... It's nothing vigorous. I would not say my activity level is high. It's just I stand, so I probably do burn maybe 50 calories more a day. It's really, again, not that impressive. So you really want to bring it in and just really self-reflect on what you think it is. The only person you're lying to is yourself, so nobody needs to know this. You're not going to be like, my activity level is terrible throughout the day. 
your activity level isn't necessarily bad because of anything you're doing. It's just environmental and situational. So once you take that, that's it. Simple. You are going to have your daily caloric intake. That's it. Like magic. Poof. You get a magic number. And that, that is your number. And it can range between anything. It's based on your height and your weight as well. So those things are going to, your height won't change, but your weight will fluctuate. So that's going to change it. If you are heavier set, you're going to have more calories than somebody who is of a smaller figure. That's just the nature of it. If you are a male, you are going to have at least 300 more calories, if not more than your female counterpart. So I'm going to take the rails off the train for one second. There's this whole big thing where people go, I just got in a relationship and I gained all this happy weight because I'm so happy and it's so great. And I fell victim to it. It is what it is. But in retrospect, it's not happy weight. I was competitively eating with James. So where he's already naturally designed to eat pretty much one more meal than I am, and I'm matching what he's eating, I'm going to gain weight because we're eating the same foods. I cannot eat the same foods as James because of that. So I have to be more mindful of my calories and what I intake simply because Mother Nature, this is how we're designed. Yeah, and, 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 and that is true. true. Yeah, I mean, we were going out more to heavier places to eat. I mean, I think there was a point early in a relationship where it was pizza, it was pizza or Chinese food almost every week, um, especially when, when you were coming to visit me right before I moved. Absolutely. Um, and you would go you know, toe-to-toe with me eating the exact same things. And we're not saying that you guys can't eat together at all and i don't think that's what if you that's what you should you just intended i don't think that's at all like you guys could still eat together but be mindful of what you're eating as is don't you know if he got the 16 ounce prime ring you know you got the 10 ounce ribeye there's no problem being like i'm all set with that i'm gonna get something else just be mindful of where you're eating what you're eating and don't compete but also at the same time speak up if this is something that you don't want to eat or you don't want to put in your body. Hey, I'm all set with this. I'm going to do my own thing. And that shouldn't be an issue. And if that's an issue, then that's that's a whole different... <laughs> you have a lot other worse things going on if you guys can't agree what to eat. But, you know, ne- never never say yes to food you don't want to have. Like, at the end of the day... That's a fantastic point. You know, if you and your buddies are going out to Chipotle... And you're kind of not feeling it and you're looking at your calories, your caloric intake, and you're like, that's a little outside of my boundaries today. I'm all set. You don't have to be like, I'm not going with you. You can go and hang out with them still. Um, but just be mindful of that. Like you said, you don't need to go with the flow. You can kind of, you know, do your own thing. Because trust me, Jen makes about enough food for herself for about eight snacks. And I get like a bag of popcorn and some grapes. And I'm like, I'm all set. Like I'm a five-year-old. So don't worry about it. So there's this other saving grace that you have. So let's say, again, you figured everything out. You have your numbers. Everything's wonderful. You have 1,500 calories you can eat, and that will put you where you are losing weight. That's it. Right off the rip, you're going to lose weight. And depending on what the caloric intake is will also depend on how much weight you lose throughout. And we'll get into that in a moment. But so you have the saving grace of something called exercise. Because what is exercise? More output. 
So if you have more output, you get more input. Your body needs that energy. You do not for a second want to starve your body out. It's going to do the exact opposite of what you want it to do. If your body thinks it's not getting food, guess what? It ain't giving up them reserves because it's going to save it for when things get really bad and nasty. Yeah, because the body the body is smart enough to know subconsciously if you are starving your body, they will hold on to everything because they do not know when their next meal is coming. I'll use this as an example, and you saw it towards when we started dating. I would miss meals. I wouldn't right. eat breakfast. I would have a small lunch, and I would bar- barely eat like dinner. So I bet you my calorie intake for a while was a thousand calories, roughly around that, maybe a little mm-hmm. bit more. And my body was craving what twenty two hundred when yeah. we started counting, you know, doing yeah. that. So I wasn't losing any weight because my body was desperate for energy and desperate for sustenance. That everything I put in it, it took it. That's why you have to be very, very mindful of what you're putting in and what you're taking out. Another good analogy you can use: it's your bank account. Yeah, absolutely. If you have $1,500 a day to spend at your bank account and you're taking out more than what you're putting in, your bank account's going to be a lot lower at the end of the day. So that's the best way I can look at it because I think everybody can look at money and oh, yeah. have I, that little I, freak out about and then be like, oh, crap, it actually makes a little bit more sense. I treat my calories like that. I'll think of like, is it worth spending it on that? And it's, it, I really do go back to that and that's how it's changed the outlook of food for me. And the only thing is you can't bank them. You can't bank your calories. You can't bank your calories. Once the day's over, the day's over. You wake up, you start again. It's not like midnight, when, you uh, reset. Yeah, say, when, when, <laughs> when do you call day, when you wake up? When you wake up. You, so you, it's not Groundhog's Day. You can't wait till midnight and you get 1,500 new calories. It's when your body goes through its full REM cycle, full slowdown. That's when the clock starts. So that being said, always, even if you, you know, you're like, oh, cool, I had 300 calories left for the day. That's not, oh, cool, your body really did need that, especially, especially if you worked out, like, without question. And depending on the workout you did, you want to fuel your body. Look, start looking at food, and if you replace a word food with fuel, it helps a lot, too, because you want to fuel your body. You, It's the whole idea of think of it as a machine and you've got to keep this machine running and just running well and you're going to you're going to you're going to treat it the way it needs to be treated like you would any machine or else it's going to break down well that brings you brought up a great point dude like and again i'll use myself is we at the end of the night we're laying in bed we're finalizing our diaries Mm -hmm. what keeps popping up for me I didn't have enough calories. Right. I didn't have enough calories. I didn't have enough calories. And I'm sitting there, I'm looking at I'm looking at Jen and being like, I don't know what else to eat. Like, I don't know what else to do to hit these calories. And to a point where it's, you know, I'm not having little little snacks. I, I've gone from these big meals that I still have throughout the day, but I'm not supplementing them with stuff in between. And so at the end of the day, I have this big surplus of calories to a point where the apps that we're using will not let us close the day because they're basically telling us you did not even meet where you're supposed to go to get these things done. 100%. So you just got to be mindful of that. Yeah, you're like Jen said, you might be happy. Oh, you know, I, I did all the things I was supposed to do. I went to the gym. I burned off my calories. I did all this stuff. But at the same time, you know, I'm ne- I'm still, I still have $300, 300 calories to spare. That might be good every once in a while, but if it's a constant trend, A, your calorie, your initial calorie caloric intake is off, 
or B, you're not eating the right food because either you're filling up on stuff that you shouldn't be filling up on or you're just kind of, you got to tweak your diet, you got to tweak your exercises. So I kind of figured that's a little bit more of a real life scenario because what was it last week? Right. I sat there and I was like, babe, I don't, I have like a thousand calories left and like I didn't go hard at the gym. I didn't, I ate my normal, when we had a decent dinner, mm-hmm. you know, healthy dinner, but it was just like, I can't like eat. I could have probably eaten a pound of grapes, but like that would have, <laughs> would have done it. That wouldn't have moved it. So we keep talking about it and we haven't said it yet. So for us, how we found what our caloric intake is and what we use to track is we use my fitness pal, simple, simple, simple app. Unbelievable. You can download it right onto your phone. And that's the one we use. There are other apps. LifeSum is a fantastic app as well. It's just for us. My fitness pal just seemed to fit our, our lifestyle needs and more. It's a free app within that purchases. Again, they're not our sponsor. Under Armour, if you're listening. You can I, totally you sponsor can us. Totally sponsor us. I mean, you got Tom Brady. I mean, I, I'm almost as good looking as Tom. Jen is equally as good looking and probably maybe a little bit more on par of athletic. <laughs> you know, just saying. Um, but, you know, but the great thing about that, it, there's a free, it's a free app, but there's in-app purchases. So there, you, there is a premium membership where you can get to the nitty gritty of what you're eating and get trends and stuff like that. The reason I like it a little bit more is, A, there is a social media function to it. You can friend other people on this thing me like that's what we do me and jenna on it we're the only we're each other's friends and we when she's at the gym and i'm not there i give her a thumbs up blah 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 again it's that support it goes back to the conversation last week you know that friend you know you don't have someone at the gym all the time but as long as you have someone giving that positive reinforcement is what you need um but then also attract your weight it does it's, it's not a separate app and it gives you all that information right up front and it's a very easy number what you have, where you're at, what you have left, it can't be any simpler than that. No, it is so easy to use. I have a bunch of my friends who I've gotten to use it, and they say once they get rolling with it, it's fantastic, and it has other benefits, benefits to it, and there's other things you can tweak it. And my app, I run my app differently than James, I think, believe, runs his, um, because I eat more meals in a day than James does my things are labeled meal one, meal two, meal three. I don't even deal with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I don't deal with that nonsense because I eat all day long. So, and that's the other amazing thing. And I really, 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 really want to stress this. And I'm going to bring this up repeatedly. I eat more now at the weight I'm at currently than I did at 260 pounds. I will promise you that I eat all the time. All the time. Well, it goes back to the the input aspect is what you're putting into your body is the big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we do apologize. Um, there are is a rambunctious uh, July 6th party going on uh, or July 7th. So um, if you hear the popping in the background, we are not under attack. We are um, not under attack. Someone's just decided to be about four days late from celebrating the 4th of July. <laughs> um, so, but... Um, but yeah, no. So like I said, be mindful of that stuff. That stuff's readily available. It's one of those things I feel like is it's available, but people don't they they only look it up one or two times a year. New Year's Day, when the resolutions come out, Absolutely. I want to get there. And the other one is summertime. Yep. Because summer, they everyone wanna, they want to get into their summer bod. 
You can't get into your summer bod in the summer. So that 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 you got to commit to earlier on. Everyone everyone will joke because I'll be like, summer's coming. And they're like, it's January. And I'm like, summer's nice. coming. Because it, it takes about six months to really see progress. I mean, I, what was it? After, like Super Bowl, where I was at, mm-hmm. I, and I, people know, started telling me I look good, what, four months after yep. I started? So like end of May, beginning of June. Yeah. Um, they all saw my face first, which I'm like, how fat is my face? Um, but, you know, the one thing, too, is, you know, just don't get the free app. Just don't get whatever one they're sponsoring. Do your research on each of these apps. These I'm all telling. apps, there's hundreds there's of them out there. There's other ones out there, 100%, and I've looked at a bunch of them. My Fitness Pal was the one that just was the most easy um, one for us to use that I found to be true. The other feature I liked is that it's super easy to find restaurants in them. They have a lot, a lot, a lot of restaurants already pre-built into their database. So if you're going out to eat, you can pretty much find something or something incredibly comparable on it. So that takes a lot of the guesswork out on it. And true. And like I said, a, a lot of, and, and I think this is a great segue into, you know, calories and meals and, you know, kind of, we're going to touch a base a little bit on that. That most likely is going to spill into next week's show as well mm-hmm. to follow up on kind of a little bit of more of a nutrition episode. Uh, just because um, we want to make sure that we're getting enough information out uh, out there about this. Because, again, nutrition is a bigger chunk of this than I think people give it credit. If you understand nutrition, you understand calories, you understand carbs and protein and fats and the effects it has on your body, you are going to fare so much better off in doing this. you got to understand how the machine works if you want the machine to work. So... I mean, like you said, like I will use again the My Fitness Pal, and again, don't need to use it. Um, we we've got we've go out a lot of times, and we've gone on their app. We go to Chili's, or we go to uh, there's a ninety nine up around our area. Um, we just type in ninety nine, it brings up their whole menu. Friendly's whole menu. It might be a little outdated. You can always go to their website because they have all the nutrition facts there. And actually, we're uh, actually in most states now. They have to have the calorie count on the menu, mm-hmm. so you know what you're looking at. And you got to do your best judgment of how those calories are allocated. And again, it might not be perfect, but do the best. And the more you do it, the more you eat, the more you kind of start counting your calories. You're going to be able to be like, oh, that cheeseburger is 900 calories. But if I take out the bun and I just eat the mat patty with the cheese, that's actually only like 500 calories because 400 of it is just the bun. Like yep. that was one of the first things that I noticed when we when I started like I was like I really want a cheeseburger and you were like you can have a cheeseburger but just be mindful of what you're eating and you know the surrounding things that yeah. surround your food. So, you know, that that is one of the things you you know we definitely need to be there. So, you know, why why do you need why should we count calories? Why shouldn't we just kind of like okay, this is who we are and have a mindset, okay, I just got to be watch what I eat. Why track it? So, simple enough. That's a fantastic question. Um, it is. No, it's great because I think people don't see the purpose in it. I, I, had, a, I had a salad. Like, that's all health. Like, I'm all good with salad. Like, I didn't eat a cheeseburger. I, that I don't think people are aware of 
what is healthy and what's unhealthy. And I don't think people recognize that there are so many calories in something. Even if you read it, people aren't aware of what a serving size is, let alone what those calories are. So A, how can you be mindful of something when you don't even know what your own baseline is? So you have no idea what your starting point is and what your intake is. How are you going to decide what you can and cannot consume? Um, At some point I do, and it might be sooner than later, I do want to do... um, an episode based on calorie intake and a day's worth of eating, how we eat versus how I used to eat. So I think that's going to be... It's our show. We can do whatever whatever we whatever we want. We can do whatever we want. But it's very important because you don't... You, I am guaranteeing, you do not recognize the amount of calories you are either consuming or under consuming as well. So I think it's just super important. What's what's the worst that could happen? If someone could sit there and be like, ah, you got to tell me what's the worst thing that can happen. You become a little more aware of what your body needs and what it wants. Is that the worst thing that's going to come out of this? Then there's no harm in it. There's absolutely no harm in doing this. You'll only reap the benefits of it. And you'll look at food differently. You will look at food completely, completely differently, and it is so worth doing, and it is so easy. It is the easiest thing you'll ever do. Once you get into the routine of it, really, 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 really easy. All right. So I know we touched about it a little bit on the the um, output aspect of it. Um, and again, I feel like you know we are going to go in more details about this. This isn't the end-all, be-all episodes, like I said. Jen has topics for about two years now. <laughs> so um, she is doing a great job of doing this research. And, you know, you, I got to give her credit for that as much as possible. So kind of in before as, as we wrap up this episode with the output, um, what's some of the things that people should be mindful of with output? Explain. Um, at work, I go do two laps around the building. Should that really count towards my output or is that just a normal walk or should I be more focused on doing the gym and doing cardio, hard, hard cardio, or should I be doing something like weights? That is a very loaded question because I think that is very much based on your body size and how poor your activity level is. And we're talking about somebody that's like been bedridden for, I couldn't even tell you how long because they just couldn't do anything. That walk around the building is going to help them far mm-hmm. more. For me, that walk around the building is a joke. It is, I'm taking a stroll around the building because it's nice outside. So it really depends on where you're at physically to determine that. So for some people, that means a lot to them where others like, for me and you, we took a walk around the building and we're done. Like it doesn't change our lifestyle. So that's again, just more self-reflecting on what you really think your activity level is. The more activity you do, you're not going to hurt yourself. Like there's no bad in that. So I definitely encourage people be a little more active, kind of stretch yourself a little bit more. And we'll get into the whole ideas later on of going to the gym and what you should be doing and whatnot. But at this point, we're in stage one. If we are just counting calories, that means we are in phase one where nothing else is going on, which means you probably should up your activity regardless. And if that means day one, you're going to go walk around that building because you never do it, then do it. Whatever's going to motivate you for the next day. Okay, I'm going to walk around that building three more times. Okay, now I'm going to run around that building. Whatever that motivation is, whatever that spark is, and that's what you want to do, do it. I'm not going to stop you. But like I said, you got to be mindful of once you get to a point, you got to increase your activity. Your body's going to want to burn off more of that energy. 
All right, great. So today, again, a lot of heavy uh, science with the calorie count, a little bit about input. Uh, actually, a lot about input. Mm-hmm. A little about output, but like I said, there's plenty of episodes coming that we'll definitely talk about that. Um, so, Jen, what's the one takeaway at the end of this episode you should take away? What, 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 what I should take away from or it? The <laughs> uh, you, you, the wonderful listeners of our show. What's the one takeaway? The one takeaway is I would love it if anyone listening would just be a little bit more thoughtful on what they're putting in. I'm not even saying to go and download any apps i'm saying the next time you pick up something at a grocery store just spin it around like look at those calories look at how many there are just start to become more aware and look at the servings right and look at the servings and that's little 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 things will change that so if you're not ready to start counting the calories that's cool you don't have to download the app but just start to become aware of everything around you and the food you're eating and that's that's it just just Start to open your eyes to it. Okay, great. So that will do it for episode two. Woo! Uh, input, output. Um, Jen, where can they uh, where can they find us? Oh, a bunch of places. So you can always shoot over to Facebook. Find us at a dork physique there, um, as well as Instagram at um, a dork physique. Can't miss it. And also, if you have any questions, concerns, stories, dirty limericks, whatever you guys want to send to us, uh, dorkphysique at gmail.com is our email. Uh, we do check it regularly. And you can fact check all the time. If I say something incorrect, Call us out on it. Call us out on it. That's how we get better. Yep, because like I said, if we're giving some wrong information, we want to correct it so we can stop giving that wrong information. Jen is very much does her best, but sometimes she gets wrong information because everything on the internet's correct. So, um, with that in mind, guys, again, we want to thank Deadly Grounds Coffee for sponsoring this, e- uh, this episode, as well as uh, the Dorkening Podcast Network, where this is featured on. Uh, check them out at the Dorkening on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, any social media platform there, as well as um, check out a lot of the other shows, Wicked Horror every Tuesday, the v- Ultimate Video Game Show every other Thursday, and the Dorkening Show itself uh, every Sunday at 10 a.m. Uh, they also have Secret uh, Underground Lair. I believe that's what it's called. I'm just going to... Fact check us. Fact check us. Their their website is currently down right now, but definitely, you know, give them a shout out on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. They would definitely like to hear from you guys. Uh, With that in mind, uh, stay cool, and um, guys, see you next week.